confidence because How many have come believing God? How many believe that God is for you? Come on, in the name of Jesus. God is for you. I believe it. Hallelujah. Come on, if you believe that right now, why don't you give God a praise? Hallelujah. I believe it. God is for us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. I want to remind all the dads, or let all the dads know that at the very end, as we drive around tonight um, and bring our offering, our gift to the altar, there will be something for every dad. Amen. Happy Father's Day. I'm going to get comfortable for a minute. Amen. You're in your AC. I'm going to loosen up so I can fire up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I believe in the Holy Ghost tonight that God is for you. Amen. That God is for you. And I've come to tell somebody in this place tonight, I've come to tell somebody online that God is your very present help. Not sometime down the road, but right here, right now. God is your very present help. Amen. Psalms 46, starting with verse 1, says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. Think about it. Amen. I know that troubles are a reality to all of us. There are times in our lives where it seems our whole world is turned upside down. Verse 2 said, There are times that the earth is moved. There are times that our plans and our preconceived notions are turned upside down. Amen. And they are abruptly changed. Sometimes the waters roar and the mountains shake. And it seems as if everything is against us and out to destroy us. But I've come to tell you that there is a very present help. And God is for you. Amen. No one is exempt from these realities of life. Troubles come to everybody at some point in life. I've said it many times before, but I love it. On the road of life, everyone has a problem, is a problem, or lives with a problem. Come on, let's be real. We all face troubles in this thing called life. It's just a fact. And since we all face troubles, I believe it's important to ask ourselves the question, how do we react to them when we get in trouble? Do we get all fearful and afraid? Or do we turn to the one who has everything in the palm of his hand and, and who is in control? There's a story that goes along with this. The little boy who was floating his boat in a pond or a lake. And all of a sudden as he's floating his little toy boat along, the wind begins to blow, and it begins to blow his little boat off the shore. 
standing not too far from him was a young man and he began to throw rocks as it seemed at the boat and he began to throw rocks toward the boat finally the little boy looked at the young man and said what are you doing why are you throwing rocks at my boat and the little man the young man said to the boy he said look where the rocks are falling if you'll look you'll see those rocks are just going past your boat and as the little boy began to watch that young man throw those rocks he would see that his little toy boat as those rocks would hit the water would begin to push his boat back into shore amen we need to remind ourselves that even in such hard times God always has a plan in the midst of those times it may seem like rocks are being thrown at your boat right now but God has a perfect plan come on Romans 8 28 says as we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose sometimes we think we know our purpose and plan but we don't God ultimately knows that that perfect will God open he ultimately knows that perfect plan can I get a witness I'm here to remind you tonight that God is in control even when we cannot see it when we can't feel him on our right side or on the left side in front of us or in back of us I'm here to tell you that God is still in control tonight there may be somebody in this place or watching online that you feel like you have nothing left to give but I'm here to tell you if you'll just just give Jesus what you do have God will transform it into a miracle take the little that you have let God between the water and the wine let God between that dipping of the ladle into the well into the miracle let God do that miracle for you you may only have five loaves and two fishes like the little boy who gave Jesus his lunch but when Jesus got done it fed 5,000 people and there were 12 baskets full afterwards that is how my Jesus works give it to him and let him do it Charles Spurgeon wrote faith rests on a firmer basis and is not to be moved by swelling seas evil may ferment wrath may boil and pride may foam but the brave heart of holy confidence trembles not. Somebody needs to fear not and see the salvation of the Lord. Even when everything seems to be against us. If you've been bought by the blood of Jesus. Come on somebody. If you've been bought by the blood of Jesus. We can have peace in the midst of our troubles. In the midst of the storm. Yes, we may go through the storm. But God is there with us. A very present help. It means Christ is with us in the storm and he brings peace in the midst of the storm. Psalms 18 and verse 32 says, It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Psalms 18 and 39 says, For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. And that word gird means to bind in such a way that it will not fall apart it can't come unbound sometimes some of us may feel
feel that our world is coming apart. But God in His strength, come on somebody, God in His strength will bind us together so that we do not fall apart. He girds us up. Woo! I feel the Holy Ghost up here. I hope you're feeling the Holy Ghost in your car and online. Psalms 138 and 3 says, In the day when I cried, Thou answerest me and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. Is anybody thankful for the strength of God? Is anybody thankful that you cry when you're in trouble and He don't just turn an ear the other way, but He hears us and He listens and He answers in your time of trouble. Amen. When you faced a persistent, unrelenting, ever-present evil, God says, I will be your ever-present help. He said He would be your ever-present help. Ever present means always here, always available, unlimited access. Amen. Satan wants us to think that God has allowed his evil influence and power to grow in this end time hour. The devil wants you to believe that God has not equipped his own people with greater authority. But God's word still stands. He is our very present help. Luke 10 and 19 says Behold I give unto you power To tread upon serpents and scorpions And over all the power of the enemy And nothing shall by any means hurt you My Bible still says When the enemy shall come in like a flood The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him I'm glad that Jesus lifts up that blood-stained banner and the enemy can't go through the blood. Is anybody thankful for that? I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter what the enemy would try to bring against us. It doesn't matter. God has given power to His people and the power that God has given to His people will always be greater than the assault of the enemy. That's right. 2 Chronicles 20 and 15 says, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Come on, somebody, you got to trust God. The battle belongs to God. We all know that fear is the failure to factor God into the equation. I believe in the Holy Ghost tonight that somebody just needs to shake off fear. You gotta shake it off in the power of the name of Jesus. You gotta kick fear out in the name of Jesus. You cannot allow fear to be prevalent and reign in your life. But you've got to say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you fear right now. You must go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee, thee the Lord says. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yay! Woo! Does anybody need strength right now? I've got the Holy Ghost say something come through me when I said that. Does anybody need strength to flow into you right now? In the name of Jesus. By the authority of the word and by the power of the mighty name of Jesus. I speak strength into every individual that needs strength in their body. That needs strength in their mind. In their health. In the name of Jesus. Be strengthened in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
He said, I'm with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will hold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. There are two things in this scripture that God warns us about. The first is fear, which simply means panic, anxious concern, fright, alarm, a feeling of terror. And the second that he says, be not dismayed, which means to lose courage, which in turn will produce fear. Today, you need to claim and realize the promises of God in this verse. The first thing that God is saying to you right now is that He is with you. I said, He is with you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. He is with you. And then the Lord says, He tells us, I am thy God. Amen. We must let God be God. We've got to take our hands off of the steering wheel and say, God, not my will, but your will be done. His word says, I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will hold you with my right hand. Does anybody want to be held in that right powerful hand of God? Does anybody want to be held in his righteousness? Simply means that he's going to give you strength. And power. I feel the Holy Ghost. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Somebody tonight needs to get an I can mentality. Stop letting the news media drag you down. Stop letting the things that are around you in these end time hours drag you down. But get an I can attitude, I, I can mentality. I can with Jesus be an overcomer. I can with Jesus make it. I can with Jesus get back up again. I can with Jesus defeat the devil in my life. Amen. Galatians 6 and 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Come on, somebody. I know the battle has been tiresome. I know the battle has worn you down right now. But scripture is telling us right now, don't be weary. Don't be weary in the battle. Your harvest is just around the corner. You're expecting to see the greatest harvest that you've ever seen in your life. Psalms 30 and 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I want to tell somebody tonight, Look to your future. Look ahead for what God has. There are great things that God still has for you. Look ahead. I know the Lord has done remarkable things for many of you sitting here tonight. I know in the past that He saved you. I know that He's delivered you and He's set you free. I know there's times that He's healed you. But the Lord wants you to remember His past work. But he also wants you to look to the future and with hope and anticipation and see what God is fixing to do. Come on. Isaiah 43, starting with verse 16, says this. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea. 
What are we talking about tonight? A very present help and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as dough. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give water in the wilderness and rivers. Let me go back. He didn't say I give water in the wilderness. He said I give waters plural in the wilderness and rivers plural in the desert to give drink to my people my chosen the people have I formed for myself they shall show forth my praise you see when God does something even in the wilderness it's miraculous and mighty it's going to exceed what we can even imagine in our minds I want to read it to you in this translation the new living translation says it like this I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But then he says, But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do something new. See? I have already begun. Come on, somebody in the Holy Ghost. God has already begun something new in your life. And you may not even realize it. But God wants you to push away the past right now. And look to the future with hope. Knowing that God has already begun. He says, do you see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me. The jackals and owls, too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. I have made Israel for myself, and they will someday honor me before the whole world. That's the kind of God that we serve. I want to remind somebody tonight of Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you not to harm you I have plans to give you a future filled with hope does anybody want to claim that promise I'm not going to be a whole lot longer but in 1st Samuel chapter 16 we read where Samuel came the prophet came and he anointed David at the house of Jesse to be the future king this was years prior away to, to David becoming king we know that oftentimes in Scripture, oil is synonymous with the Holy Ghost. Amen? We all need the anointing oil of God to be poured over our lives. To empower us. Give me a few moments. David. You know the story of David and Goliath. In 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're starting with verse 43. I'm going to read it. And the Philistines said unto David, said, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine, Goliath, cursed David by his God. At that point, it looked like David had brought a stick to a sword fight. He said, What are you sending to me? 
And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. And I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give it into our hands. You see... David was facing the biggest giant of his life. He was facing that tall man, Goliath. And when David responds to Goliath's mockings and his threatenings towards his God, he said this. He said, as we read, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. He said, You bring those things. You come with those things. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast to fight. I'm here to tell somebody tonight to, to defeat your enemy. You must use the weapons that God has already placed inside of you that you already possess. You must use what God has already put there. You've got to speak faith. The enemy of your soul may bring some things with him to try and to take you out. But you need to remember who is with you. You've got the very God of glory on your side. David didn't let the enemy have the last say as we read. He began to tell Goliath what was going to be happening to him. And right now, there's some people that need to look at your giant right now and begin to speak faith and say, Giant, this is what's going to happen to you. In the name of Jesus, I'm taking your head off. Amen. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. We need the power of His might. We cannot walk after the flesh, but we've got to walk after the Spirit. We need the power of His might working inside of us. And that only comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need God's power in order to make it through this life and enter the next life into heaven. I'm coming to a close. Come help me, Joe, if you want. In John chapter 3, there was a man named Nicodemus who was a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and he asked him some questions. He said, No man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. They're talking back and forth. And Jesus answers unto him in verse 3, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. They continue to talk. And in verse 5, Jesus repeated himself again, it seems. He said, Nicodemus, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, 
he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Skipping down to verse 8, but before we go there, every person must be born of the water and of the Spirit to make it to heaven. If you're going to overcome the troubles that you're walking through right now, you've got to have the power of the Holy Spirit to helping you to overcome these troubles and these struggles in your life. So in verse 8, Jesus continued on. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But you can't tell where it comes from and whither it, where it goes to. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. I'm here to tell you that when you're born of the Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, there's a sound, a certain sound that comes out of you. That's why on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, it says this, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all of the house where they were sitting. Right where you're at tonight, uh, that rushing mighty wind, that power of the Holy Ghost uh, is going to come flood your vehicle. Amen. If you step out of your vehicle, you can get the Holy Ghost too. Whatever you feel comfortable doing, uh, amen, the power of the Holy Ghost is going to hit you. That's why I'm going to ask the Apostle Peter what it took to be saved. On the day of Pentecost, Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost I believe tonight that God wants to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost there's somebody that came here tonight that felt trouble in your spirit when you drove in this parking lot there's somebody online that when you got online tonight you were troubled in your spirit and you were feeling like you needed some help I'm here to tell you that whether it's the thousandth time to speak with tongues or the first time, God wants to fill you and refill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So here's what we're going to do. All of us right now, all across this place, we're going to ask God to forgive us of all of our sins. We're going to ask God right now to renew us and wash us and cleanse us. Would you do it? Would you bow your head where you are right now? Whether you be at home right now or you're in, this, in a vehicle right now, I'm asking you to ask God to forgive you. Lord Jesus, we ask you right now to forgive us of all of our sins. Everything that's not like you. Everything that does not line up with you and with your word. God, I'm asking you right now to forgive me. I'm asking you to cleanse me. I'm asking you to wash me. I'm asking you right now, God, that you would take, oh, Lord God, and help me right now in Jesus' name. I give it all to you, God. I turn my life toward you in your direction. I'm walking to you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. In Jesus' name. It's very simple. Wherever you are right now, I want you to lift your hands all over this place, wherever you are right now at home, I want you to lift your hands. The Holy Ghost is going to touch you at the top of your hands and it's going to go down to your feet. You're going to feel the presence of God come swarm through you right now. You're going to feel a warmth start at the top of your head and it's not going to be the heat of the sun, but it's going to be a warmth of holy oil beginning to flow over you and down your back and to your feet. God's confirming to you that He's filling you with the power of the Holy Ghost as you begin to speak with tongues. So lift your hands. Here comes the Holy Ghost. 
by the authority of the word and by the power of the mighty name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost that's inside of me right now receive ye the Holy Ghost receive ye the Holy Ghost be filled to overflowing with the power of God's Spirit right now be filled to overflowing that's it come on just begin to praise him as you praise him right now your tongue is going to become thick in your mouth you're not going to understand the words but God will be filling you with his spirit as you speak something that you do not understand hallelujah come on praise him right now praise him right now come on God is filling people with the Holy Ghost right now as you praise him as you praise him as you praise him come on god is going to fill you with the spirit our very present help our very present help come on call upon his name right now call upon his name right now that's it receive ye the holy ghost right now online in the name of jesus right now i speak the holy ghost to you in the name of jesus right now i speak refreshing and renewal the power of the almighty god right now coming to you in jesus name receive strength in the name of jesus in the name of jesus be filled with the power of the spirit in the name of jesus hallelujah i feel his presence here right now I've seen the faithfulness 